Hey family, it's Dr. Jackie and you are in for a treat. I am so excited about this week's message and I pray that you're inspired today and that your faith is increased. If you would like to partner with the awesome vision at Forward City, please visit forwardcity.tv slash give. Remember that in Christ, your past is gone, your future's waiting. So prepare to move forward. Yo, welcome home to Forward Live to our Forward City family, both here locally in Columbia and all throughout the world. We say welcome home. As a matter of fact, I want to know where you're from. Do me a favor, drop below right now. Tell me where you're from um, so that we can engage with you. I know you're in the building. South Africa, Nigeria, and UK, and Chicago. We literally have partners all over the world who we like to call engagers who are a part of what God's doing right here, spreading throughout the globe. And so we love you. We're praying for you even in the midst of what we're facing together. I'm excited because we are in a series that we started last week called Faith Full. Faith Full. In order to be faithful with anything, you got to be full of faith regarding that thing. And so I'm excited about the message today. Grab your Bibles, if you can, and turn to Joshua. It's in the Old Testament. Turn to Joshua, and we're going to read together. I'm really, really pumped. I always tell our church, there's messages that I'm, like, excited about and messages that I'm, like, pumped about. And um, I just feel it in my veins this morning. I'm very excited about this message. Joshua chapter 3, verse 1 is where we're going to start. We're just going to read a few verses, and then we're going to jump in. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. When you have it, say amen. Amen. <laughs> Early in the morning, Joshua and all the Israelites set out from Shittim and went to the Jordan, where they camped before crossing over. Now, I already want to warn you before I start dissecting this that you can't just read the Bible. You got to read. read the Bible. So everything in this text is saying something, and I want you to grab all of it. After three days, the officers went throughout the camp giving orders to the people. When you see the ark, here's the orders. Mm. When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord, your God, and the Levitical priest carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know. Mm-hmm. Underline that. Then you will know which way to go since you have never been this way before. Mm. Oh, my lamb. It's already preaching. But keep a distance about 2,000 cubits between you and the ark. Do not go near it. Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do amazing things among you. Let's pray together really quickly. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity to share, to grow, to gather. There's a lot of people watching, people with different stories. They're more than just a name. They're a story. Mm -hmm. And you are the author and the finisher of our faith. So I pray that they're inspired in this moment. Breathe on your word. Make it easy to preach and easier to receive what you have to say in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to start at the last verse in this passage right here where it says, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. See, I couldn't just move past that word. I couldn't skate past that word. I had to circle that thing because that word tomorrow is audacious. Okay. I want to teach y'all something I've been doing. Now, it's just something I've been practicing, so I want you to practice this. When you're praying and believing God for something, put a date on it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, when you write the vision, write it with specificity. Okay. Get real into the detail. So I'm saying stuff like, God, I want you to do this by June. 
And this has been happening to me lately. Like, I've been praying for radical things, man. And I've been saying, God, I'm believing you for this by this time. And as I say it, I feel the Lord like saying, I don't take no faith. Of course I can do that by 2021. Mm. By August? (laughs) Like, I don't know how that is going to happen. And God's like, exactly. Now you are requiring me to be involved in what it is you're believing for. It's easy to believe God when you don't have to believe him for something. Yikes. Man, and if you can afford it, then what is the use of faith? And so God is like, yo, put a stamp on it. And here's Joshua. He says, God is about to do this when? Tomorrow. Amen. In 24 hours, y'all, we're about to walk into promise. And this is what the Lord told me to tell somebody. If it ain't for you, throw it out. But if it's for you, grab it and put it in your heart. This is what I feel like the Lord wants you to know. It's happening sooner than mm. you Oh, my lamb. Did you hear what I said? What you believe in God for is happening, Nikki, sooner than you think. Oh, man. Sooner than you think. And I don't know what you believe in God for. I know the people in this room, we've been believing God for a brand new building from Forest City Church. And I'm I'm, I'm standing on this word. I believe it's going to happen sooner than we even think. Joshua tells them, he says, yo, yo, God's about to do it 24 hours. Watch this. But he says, first, consecrate yourself. That's good. He says, consecrate yourself. In other words, he says, get ready. The question is not if your future is ready for you. The question is, are you ready for your future? He says, consecrate yourself, get ready. In other words, he said, this word consecrate means to sanctify. It means to make holy. It means to, it means to give to God, to dedicate to him, to, to prepare. He says, clean house. He says, prepare today for tomorrow's promise. Mm-hmm. So what you do today matters for tomorrow. There's a lot of people who says, man, I can't, I can't wait until this happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't wait. I just, I can see it, man. Can't you see it? I can't wait till I get married. I'm looking for my Boaz. I know you, I feel you, Janai. You say, I can't wait. I can't wait till I, till I have kids. I can't, I can't wait till I have my new career. I can't wait till I have a bigger house. I can't wait for the future. I can't wait for the promise. And for you, maybe it's not even something superficial. Maybe it's really something. You can't wait to be exactly who God's called you to be and to rise up and to walk in the promises of God. Can I tell you something? The same way that you're waiting on it, it's waiting on you, man. Man, it's funny. We always say we can't wait for our future. Mm -hmm. The reality is our future is saying the same thing. Man, It's saying, yo, I'm I'm waiting on you. You're waiting on next, but next is waiting on your now. Because tomorrow is a hostage to your today. So I had this thought, man. Um, My wife and I, we have this thing. It's our date night, right? It's movies. We've been, we've been doing it for a long time. And by a long time, I mean like two weeks. But listen, that ain't the point. That ain't the point. I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Yes. I'm doing better. Monday night is movie night. Don't care if you're tired. We watching a movie. Because you got to put some things in place, man. Yeah. Right? So we, we said, yo, Monday night is our night. We watching a movie. And it's so funny. My wife and I, we have two different styles that we like. This is just the reality. We have two different genres on two different ends of the spectrum. Hers is romance. My wife loves hopeless romantic movies that are predictable plots. It don't matter to her. She going she as long as it's a happy ending, give me one good tear during the during the climax. That's what my wife is for. She loves the notebook, Hallmark specials. Just I mean, it is pulling teeth. It is dreadful for me. I like comedies. 
Like I will, I can watch a comedy all day, but I, I like a certain kind of comedy. I don't want to be vulgar. I like dry comedy. Like, like, dry give me, humor. yeah, dry humor, man. Give me some Ben Stiller. Give me Steve Carell. Like, I, I give me The Office. You know what I mean? Like, give me, give me Along Came Polly. I'm dying. I'm literally bent over, and my wife the whole time is like. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, that's literally not even funny. I'm like, babe, like, it's, it's layers to this comedy. Like, there was a joke before this joke that, man, I, I don't get it. It's not funny to me. I'm literally dying. So what we did was we met in the middle. And for us, the middle for movies that we both enjoy are action movies. So we just, every Monday, it's a different action movie. There's going to be a lot of fighting. But for her, we kind of meet in the middle. It's comedy to me because we got this whole side commentary going on. We're like, girl, get out of there. You know, oh, man, you about to get shot. So all of that. So we die laughing over that. For her, it's, it gives her a little romance, especially if there's a love story in there. And, and all she care about, she don't need the hero to die in the end. If the hero dies at the end, it ruined the whole past 90 minutes of our investment. And so we watch these movies together. And, and you see these people fighting and, and doing all this stuff for a victorious end. Here is what I really want to tell you. The ending does not matter without a great plot. Like it doesn't. If, if, if that was the case, we could literally just fast forward to the end. I'll do it sometimes. You know, fast forward to the very end. Who wins? Boom. We out of there. But Avengers is going to give you... 18 hours of a storyline just so you can appreciate what happens at the end. That's good. It's all about the story. Say that with me. It's all about the story. It's all about the story. Here's what I'm realizing that I've been praying and I'm enjoying the series so much, Faithful. As I've been breaking down and trying to understand and comprehend for my own self what faith really is. Faith is all about the story. Faith is not really about the end. It's about the story. It's about the journey because faith is not proven in the outcome. Faith is proven in the process. I'm going to go ahead and jump on a limb and I'll say at the end, there's no reason for hope. Faith is, is, is necessary in the now. Like, like you don't really need faith when you get to heaven. Because the Bible says, we shall behold him face to face. What is there to hope for when I'm in the presence of it? This may be why Jesus told, this is why Jesus tells the disciples, he says in John 20 and 29, he says, blessed are those who have not seen and still believe. Like, like that's what faith is proof. Can you, can you believe him? Can you have faith in something that you haven't seen with your eyes yet? The essence of faith, write this down, is not in the result. It's in the route. Ooh. It's in, the, it's in the tough times that faith speaks. It's, it's when hope seems distant. It's, it's when money is low. It's, it's, when, it's when I'm in a time of need. Faith is demonstrated in the valley. See, it's very easy to believe on Easter Sunday. Man. <laughs> Jesus walks through the wall in the room. Of course you believe. You know, Thomas still needs another level of it. He's like, no, I see you now. I saw what just happened, but I still need to touch you, right? It's easy to believe on Easter Sunday. Can you believe on Saturday? Can you, can you believe in the process, in, in the route? Can you believe in the middle? Can you believe when it feels like there's no reason to believe other than what God has spoken? Mm. <laughs> Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith. And I had this thought. I really hate COVID-19. Like, I hate it. I hate almost everything about it. I really do. Uh, but I had this thought. If it's impossible to please God without faith, the truth is, for believers in this time, it could be that God is more pleased with us mm-hmm. now than in good times. Wow. Because now 
we are in a situation that requires our faith. Yeah. <laughs> and faith excites God. Yeah. If you want to get God excited, don't throw him a birthday party. Throw him a faith party. If you want God to get excited, you, you give him some faith. And God turns all the way up because he loves faith, but it's impossible to please him without it. And so even though we're in the midst of a crisis, for many of us, we've been exercising our faith now more than we have in years. Wow. Our faith just been laying still because it's easy to trust God when you don't have to. Man. Faith exists in the unseen. Faith exists in the uncertainty. Faith is proven when the option of unbelief exists. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's when faith is proven. Faith, and I'm about to go ahead and chase the rabbit. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say, faith is proven when I have an option to not believe. Man. Really, that's even when faithfulness is proven. That's easy to say, man, I'm faithful to my wife. When you're presented the option to not be faithful. That's when faithfulness is, is proven. And so God will give us circumstances, here it is, to test our faith. Because faith is always loudest in the present. Like, faith is a now thing. Oh, man, say that. Faith is a now thing. Faith is a now thing. Now faith. Now faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation because y'all like that. Um, Hebrews 11.1. This is crazy how it's written here. Now faith brings our hope into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we've longed for. Man. It's all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm. I'm going to read it again. It's just too good. Mm-hmm. Now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we, ho- we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Mm-hmm. And so in many of these action movies, there's, a, there's like a ransom involved or somebody who's been kidnapped and you got to have, you know, Liam Neeson had got to go, he got to go get the people and, and get whoever's been taken. Man, and it takes the tenacity of the hero to bring victory to the victim. So here's Tom Cruise or here's one of them. And they use every skill set they got to win. As believers, our greatest skill, our greatest weapon is our faith. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. Not only are people connected to us still held in captivity because we don't utilize our faith, but our future is hostage. It is literally hostage. Mm. I mean, it is tied up, taped up, ready for our faith to come and release it into our present. Do you hear what I'm telling you, man? The Bible says it brings our hopes into reality. Our faith rescues our future. I'm trying not to throw my Bible. It's already. Whoa. <laughs> it, 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 it brings what it is that we're hoping for, and it manifests the unseen into the seen realm. So, so next will never be released and trusted without the proper faith now. Today I'm preaching a message of the introduction called Finding My Faith for My Next Move. Finding My Faith for My Next Move. Finding My Faith. My next move. In Joshua 3, we run into this story 
And it's an incredible story about this guy named Joshua, and he's leading the Israelites into promise, right? And so we know how the story ends, right? This is history for us. We're looking back. We know that the Jordan River will open up, and they'll walk across and dry land. We know Jericho's wall will fall down after they march around it in silence and shout in victory. We know giants will fall. We know that nations will bow. We know the land will be possessed. Uh, You know, all of that is the outcome. But for Joshua, this is not history. Mm. (laughs) That's real. For Joshua, this this is reality. This is this is now. This is this is something that his hope has to has to be grabbed on by faith to bring it into reality. You gotta understand, 40 years ago, this is where we are in Joshua 3, 40 years ago, Joshua was there when it walked across the Red Sea. He was there. He was he was Moses' right hand. Joshua, Joshua lived this thing. And this was real for him. This wasn't history. This was reality. Joshua was there. Joshua ate manna, bread from heaven. Mm. Joshua. He was with Moses when Moses came down from the mountain shining. Joshua was there. He saw the handwriting of God for the Ten Commandments. Joshua. Joshua was there when men came together under the divine instruction of God and crafted the Ark of Covenant where the presence, the manifest presence of God would be housed. Joshua was there. Mm. He saw it. But Joshua was all also there when his mentor came this close to promise and missed it. Mm. I don't know. I think there's something about Joshua the night before we jump into this story that he's like, I've seen it missed before. And I don't know your story, man. I don't know what your family has been through. I don't know what promises your loved ones, your grandma, your grandfather dropped. I don't know. But God says to tell you that it's going to be different this time. Mm. You got to get this Holy Ghost attitude about you that says it won't be missed this time, man. I've seen other people miss it. I've seen, you know, that's why I didn't want to pastor because I've seen so many pastors get it wrong. But, but God says, yo, you're going to do it differently. You're going to have integrity. You're going to be faithful to your wife. You're going to raise your family. You're going to love people for real. You're not going to play money games and manipulation. You're going to do it differently. And sometimes we procrastinate on our future because we've seen it done wrong. Joshua says, although I saw it not conquered. I'm going to do it different. Man. And I can just imagine him being up the whole night before. And he's, he's like, he's like me. You remember, you remember, I know y'all, I know you like, what, 58. So it's been a long time. It's been a long time, Anthony, since you've been in school. But, but long time ago, uh, before, you know, the whole segregation thing, long time ago, what happened was when we would get ready for school, when we get ready for school, we would be so excited. You remember that? No, he's around my age. I'm being confused. But you remember getting excited for the first day of school? It was like. Oh, I got my new Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. I'm about to kill him. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so, I, like, I can't even say, I wonder who's going to be in homeroom. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Oh, my God, it's a new year. I'm coming back. I ain't seen this person since for the whole summer. I am pumped. It's the first day. You just, you up. You can't even go to sleep. You, you go to school the next day. You tired because you stayed up the whole night excited. And I can imagine Joshua is excited. He's like, oh, I've waited. I mean, there's some people, there's a, there's a mother right now, a future mother, that's been waiting for God to release a miracle in your womb, man. And I, I mean, it's going to happen sooner than you think. And I can imagine, imagine, this is Joshua. He's pregnant with purpose. Mm. And he's right here. He's, he's on the edge of destiny. And I can imagine his heart racing. He probably can't even sleep, man. Mm. Now, I, the reason I know he probably can't sleep, because the Bible literally opens up the story and says that early in the morning. <laughs> like, the dude the is dude like, he's like, man, I'm ready. Oh, snap. It's almost time early in the morning they go to Jordan and camp before crossing. If Joshua was preaching, he'll tell you the first thing you got to do to get your now faith for your next move 
He'll say, camp before crossing. Mm. Camp before crossing. Many times we are in such a rush. Out of all the points I'm going to give, I got five points. This is the point that my wife's going to like the most. I already know. Because <laughs> it's her field right here. Many times we're in such a rush that we don't pause before launching out. Mm. That we don't camp before crossing. Mm. Camping gives me time to strategize. Yeah, man. It, it gives you the time to, to rest, to refresh, to reset, to rejuvenate yourself. It's, it's, it's camping. And maybe you're wondering, what is this camping you're talking about, PT? Prayer is camping. My God. My God. God, 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 I need to know, what do you say about this situation? <laughs> and, and it takes humility to camp. Because Joshua, you already got one word. So why not just charge in? Why not just go to the Jordan and just figure it out? Why not just swim across? Oh, my God. Because if I could take a moment to camp, oh, man, God could give me a strategy that makes my future even easier. Uh, can I just go ahead and give you a spoiler alert? They get to the Jordan, and the Bible says when their feet touch it, the water splits in half like it did before. And I imagine Joshua saying, this happened before. But Joshua knew he would, he would walk with God long enough to know that before I cross, I got to camp. That's good. Some of you may be... In a camping season right now. Man. Can I tell you something? You're not stuck. <laughs> you're, not, you're not overlooked. You know, delay is not denial. You may be someone like, why am I still here? God says you're camping. Because what take other people 20 years to do, right. you're going to do it 20 days. But you got to camp first. You got you to gotta camp. There's always camping before crossing. Here, here's something to take in. Wars are not won on the battlefield. Man. The one in the tent. If David was preaching, he'll tell you this. He'll say, I know, I know they sung this song, David has slain his daughter. You know, I know, I know a lot of hype is built on Goliath. He'll tell you that's not where the battle was won. <laughs> the battle was really won in King, in King Saul's tent. That's, oh, man. That's good. When I could stand up to his no carnal mm. strategy. When I could tell him, thank you for this advice, but that don't fit me. When I, when I could look my mentor in the face and say, that's the way you did it, but that's not the way God's calling me Man. to do it. When, when I could stand there and allow God to birth something new and do a brand new thing. Through, that's where David would tell you, when I walked out of that tent, Goliath was as good as dead. Because wars are not won on the battlefield. The mm -hmm. one in camping. Man. In the tent. Mm -hmm. In the tent. Mm -hmm. In the tent. If you don't know the Bible, I'll just make it plain for you. LeBron James. Mm. This guy, this guy is phenomenally gifted. Mm. He, his talent alone could do what 99% of the players can't do. Mm. Truth is, he literally don't even have to practice, especially in his prime. The dude don't have to strat he don't have he can walk on the court. I've watched him live with my own eyes multiple times, and I was amazed at his. Just raw, real talent. His talent alone could take him to the playoffs easily, mm. but it won't win him a championship. Yikes. The championship is won in the weight room. Come on, you're watching the Jordan documentary. The championship is won, and, and when, when you get with coaches and you strategize, the, the championship is won by film study. The, the champion, here it is, is won in training camp. Mm. It's in, it's in the camp. It's, it's, it's in the camp. It's, but so many of us, especially this generation, because of IG, we get so hyped. We're like, yo, just put me on, put me in the game, God. And God was like, bro, you don't even have strategy for what I'm calling you to. You got to camp first. Man. You've been waiting to cross. God's waiting on you to camp. Mm. 
I, I believe God is up to something, but that doesn't mean I, I need to wonder about aimlessly trying to figure it out in my own logic or based on my own limited experience. When I have a God with infinite knowledge who's been existing before time ever existed, right. God knows exactly what's going to happen. He's not just Alpha. He's Omega. My life is a rerun to him. Why not go to the author about the story that I'm in? Man. Camp first. Mm. Camp first. This was, this was our course of action even for our new building. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been praying for this new property. Now, you know, it, it's, a lot of people are seeing the vision now, but we've been praying for this for probably a couple of years. Yeah. And, and the truth is, when we were about to move forward, forward and we were excited, God came in word, and he said, and I didn't really understand. I got better language for it now because of this message, but before, I just heard the Lord say, yo, instead of moving, focus on maximizing. Yeah. So we slowed down and we said, you know, we're going to build structure. We got, we got to get some more people in here. We got to get a Pastor Matt. We got to get a Pastor Nikki. We got to get a Pastor Martez. We got, <laughs> we got to get an Anthony or Janiah. We got to get, we got to, we got to get a, a Denar and Keisha. We got to like, we got to start strategizing and thinking and building a culture. Here it is that is sustainable. It's <laughs> something that can be reproduced. It's something that we can build upon. In other words, this is what God, I, now I get it. He said, Travis, before you cross, you got to camp. That's good. And it takes faith. Oh, can I just jump out this window? Oh, man. You think it takes faith to cross? Uh-uh, no, bro. That's the outcome. Crossing is easy when you slow down long enough to count. It takes faith to count. God, what if somebody else get it? God, what if somebody else get the promotion? Count. God, God, what if, what if, what if that relationship, what if, what if that person move on? Count. What, God, what if, what if it don't play out the way I want? Count. God, what? But but now I gotta move. I gotta make it happen. Now faith, right? Yeah. Now faith to camp. Because mm. if you camp right, you can cross right. Man, the crossing is easy when you trust. Can you trust God long enough mm. to camp? Oh man, that's that's what oh. I'm telling you. That's the faith that God celebrates. <laughs> the crossing is on Him. The camping is on you. <laughs> he said, "You didn't do nothing. I split the sea open." When you, when you stop, Joshua, mm-hmm. that's when I knew you were ready. Man. Let's keep moving. Mm-hmm. I, that's a whole. Man. Tell somebody, you got to camp, man. You got to camp. camp. Joshua would say, camp before crossing. Here's the next point. After three days, the officers went throughout the camp, giving words, giving orders to the people. Here's what they said. When you see the ark, mm-hmm. when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord God, when you see the ark. Here's the second point. After camping, look for presence. When you see the ark. Jeremiah 29, 13. It says, you will seek me and find me. <laughs> Look to him. That's all he's saying here. Mm-hmm. When you see the ark. He's saying, find, God says, find me before you search for anything else. Mm-hmm. My wife tells me often, because I'm a dreamer, I have vision. I have a lot of vision. And so I got ideas all the time. I'm always drawing up stuff. I'm always thinking, oh, expansion it should be my middle name. Travis Expansion Green. We're going to the courthouse. I'm changing my middle name. I don't like Montorius. Expansion Green, right? Travis Expansion Because I'm an expander. I want to expand. And my wife always, 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 it's like this little whisper. It's like the voice of the Holy Spirit. Make sure you pray about it. <laughs> it don't matter what it is. I got to take for some Captain Crunch. Make sure you <laughs> make, make, sure, make, sure you, make sure you pray about it. Man, I'm tired. I'm just going to go downstairs and play Call of Duty. Make sure you pray about it. She's going to hit me with that every time. And here's the reason she hit me with it. Because she does not doubt that God will speak to me. 
She just always gives me the reminder to look mm. to him first. Man. She said, I know you're going to hear, but, but don't be in such a rush that you don't look first. Mm. Oh, man. Look, look to him. Look to him. I will look to the hills. Man. Which come. Look, look to him. Look to, don't look to CNN more than you look to him. Come on here. Don't, don't look to Facebook more than you look to him. Don't, don't, don't look at what your friends are saying about the situation more than you look at him. Look to him before you even look at resources around you. Hallelujah. It'll change your prayer life. I'm telling you. If I pray based off of what I have, I wouldn't pray for it. I wouldn't ask for anything. Come on. Because <laughs> everything I'm asking for is beyond my reach. So I can't look at what I have in order to believe for more. I got to look to him who I know owns everything. Oh, my God. I got to look to the one that my prayer request is easy for. <laughs> he, said, he said, when you see the ark, what are you looking at? That's a good question. What are you looking at? You got to look to him, man. You got to look to him. Here's the question you always need to ask yourself about any situation you're in, Brandon. Always ask yourself, where is God in this? Mm. That's, that's really the question. I know what the doctor said, but... but but give me a second. What? Where is God? What? I need. I need to find God in this, man. I gotta look for. I gotta look for a divine instruction in the middle. I know what the bank said, but 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 God. God, where? where I know where my help comes from. My help doesn't come from a bank. My help comes from the God who owns everything. So I, I need to look to Him. I know what I'm feeling in my heart, but I need to look to Him first. I know I'm pregnant with something. Before I push this out, let me look to Him first. Something happened recently. Oh my God, this ain't in my notes, but I gotta share it with y'all. We're playing basketball. There's a guy out there. His name is Calvin Simmons. He's from LA. He came to the house, and I mean, I was crossing him. I was killing him. I had already told him. I said, "Bro, you're not. You scoring three max, right? But for the sake of fellowship, I let him score a little more. I mean, I was doing. I mean, boom, 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 boom. Y'all see me play? You see me play? Boom, 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 boom. So I'm out here balling. I go for this layup, and then, and then, and then, Calvin's like, "Ow!" He said something else, but you get the point. He said, "Ow!" He looked down. And his finger is jacked. I mean, it's like, I guess it's dislocated. And we actually got a film of this. I'm going to put it on Instagram. Look on Instagram. I'm going to actually put this on Instagram so you can see it. And Calvin walks to me, and he says, yo, yo, it's out of place. Fix it. And I say, bro, I don't know what to do with that. I said, I said Josh, and we got another friend named Josh. He's 6'5", so you can tell he played basketball. I said, Josh, come over here and fix this. And Josh tells him, he walks to Josh. This is a true story. This just happened. He walks to him, and the first thing, it happens so fast. He looks at him, Josh says, look at me. Pop. The moment he look at him, he fix it. But Josh said the reason Josh said the reason I told him to look at me is because if you look down at it, it hurts more. Can I tell you something? What you're facing, God can relieve you of some pain, of some stress, of some anxiety. Yeah, you may be facing something that should cost you your mind, but I promise you, if you look at him, if you keep your eyes on him, he'll keep you in perfect peace. He'll give you a peace that surpasses your understanding. He'll give you joy in the midst of confusion, but you got to look up at him. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta look at him. Joshua would say, "Okay, we've camped and we're about to cross." He said, "But first, you gotta. When you see the ark, don't move without looking first. Mm-hmm. When you see mm-hmm. the ark, mm-hmm. when you see, you gotta look to him. Mm-hmm. God don't just have the final say; He has the first say. If you look to him, come on. What here. is God saying? First three: When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the Levitical priest carrying it, you are to move out from your." Positions. Here's the third thing Joshua will say. He'll say, camp before crossing. Look for presence. Number three, shift positions. Mm. <laughs> he says, when you see it, move from your positions. With what God is about to do in your life, hear me. 
And I'm not even talking about anything physical. I'm talking about psychological. Ooh. You have to be willing. You can afford to remain stiff or stuck. That's good. <laughs> and, and, and can I tell you something? I'm just going to be transparent. It takes faith to shift positions. That's facts. <laughs> because one of the reasons shifting positions is so necessary is because rarely, here it is, write this down, rarely do comfort and faith go hand in hand. That's true. They're enemies. They don't like to be around each other. The biggest threat to your faith is actually not tough times, it's good times. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the tranquilizer to your faith is convenience. Mm. Mm. The sedative. <laughs> work, work, <sir>. work. <laughs> that calms you down to a state of laziness mm. and relaxes you out of purpose is comfort. Mm. Mm. It's a stabilizer, not a mobilizer. Mm. So when God is about to drop something on you that you can't imagine, first he got to shake things up. Mm-hmm. He got he got to shift shift some things. Mm-hmm. Two in favor. Tell somebody it's time to shift. It's time he's, to shift. He's, he's shifting me. That's that's what I've been feeling. I couldn't put language to it. Some of y'all are getting free right now. Go ahead and drop drop it in the comments. Say he's shifting me. I I didn't know exactly what was happening, but but what used to work ain't working no more. Why? Because he's shifting me. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to just listen to one song and then I get in his presence, but it's like man, I'm having to actually stay here a little longer because he's shifting me. He's expanding me. He's stretching my capacity. And there's always a shift before I lift. Quit praying for. Elevation if you're not willing to be shifted. Jesus. Mm. He says, he says, shift from your position. Mm. Man. Mm. Shift, 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 shift. And here's why. Because God knows as long as I stay like this, I'll never conquer that. Man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. If if the present me could handle what's in the future, I'd be in the future. My. So the hold up to the future ain't the future. Ooh. It's me being able to carry it. Mm. The same son, his name is Jace. He'll be six years old in, next week. That same son in 10 years will be driving any car that he wants to from me. He's the same guy, but he's not ready for it yet. Mm. So we got to take the next 10 years to prepare him for his future. Because if we give him the keys too early, what could be a blessing would actually be a curse. And there's so many people who shouting and falling out and praying and believing God and fasting for things that God says, you are not ready. You're not equipped to handle it. It's not that it's not for you. The car still be there. But I gotta mature you. I gotta get you grow. You can't even reach the pedals yet. I gotta, I gotta do some things in you. And that thing that he's doing is called the shift. You gotta, you gotta shift positions. God loves me too much and love his plan too much to let me remain in this state. Let's keep moving. When you see the ark, he says, move out of positions. Here's the next one. And follow it. Joshua will tell you, camp before crossing, look for presence, shift positions, follow him. When you find him, <laughs> shift and follow. There must be a shift before the follow, though. See, see because if I... If I attempt to follow without shifting, I'll shift and I'll follow the wrong way. Mm. So if if I attempt to to follow without shifting, I'll follow incorrectly. Mm. This is why, Jacob, I got a promise for you, but I got to change. I got to change your walk before we get there. (laughs) Because the way the method that you used to do it ain't sustainable for this. So and there's so many people who you've seen attempt to follow without shifting. Yep, This drives people crazy. 
This drives marriages crazy. This drives relationships crazy. This drives organizations crazy. I've given you a promotion without you actually shifting, being willing and able to do it. So now I got to drag you to a place that you're not able to walk into because you didn't shift before you followed. Mm. This, is why, this is why some people don't make it in the next season. Mm. Because they reject the shift. Man. You got to shift your ways before you can follow. His way. That's good. There's nothing worse than slowing down to drag unshifted people. This is a word for single people. Come on, Janiah. This is a word for whoever you are, wherever you are. <laughs> this is a word for single people. Don't listen. Before you you just make sure you marry somebody who used to be shifted. Hallelujah. Amen. Before you check, I hate press be like, make sure you check the four one. Check that bank statement. More important than a bank statement. My God. Is if they're shiftable. I need to, I need to see your resume. Of how you've been shifted with God before. That's good. Oh man. Show me your track record of shifting oh, because I know there's something in me that God's gonna call me to, and I gotta have people around me who's ready and willing to be shifted. Because if not, you can slow me down. Man. 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 So he says, yo, shift and follow. Say that with me. Shift and follow. Shift and follow. Because if not, others have to pay for your refusal to camp, search, and shift. Mm. It takes more effort. To be pulled into a place rather than to be prepared for a place. Amen. Man. And here's why it's important to follow. We're landing. The next verse, verse 4. He says, then you will know which way to go mm-hmm. since you have never been this way before. This is why you got to follow, bro. That's because where he's taking you, 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 you've never been. And he says, if you don't follow, then you will know which way to go. If you don't follow, you don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. And this is, it takes humility to say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Pastor Matt will tell you, I've been saying that in more meetings now than lately. I'm like, so what? What? I don't know. I'm, I'm following and I'm figuring it out and, and God is speaking. But I don't, I don't, it takes humility to say, you give yourself too much credit. And this is why my wife always say pray about it. Because you give yourself too much credit when you try to move without an instruction. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> When you try to move on your own intellect, on your own experience, well, this is the way. It's been, no, 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 no. Shift and follow, 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 follow. He says, follow so that you'll know which way to go. So that you don't buy into your own hype. Amen. Because the truth is you don't have a clue. And the Bible says, <laughs> this is why you got to follow. And I said it earlier, but write it down. Because you have never been this way before. You've seen things, but you've never seen this. Man. You've experienced some stuff in your life, but you've never experienced what you've about to experience. Mm. <laughs> the Bible says, Isaiah, behold, I do a new thing. Still have not spring for it. I'm doing something brand new. Oh, man, I'm doing something brand new. I'm do- You're going to write the book on it because it's brand new. You're the one who's going to give advice for it because it's brand new. New. You're the one who's gonna have to build a curriculum for it and a plan for it because it's brand new. What I'm trying to do through you, but you gotta follow me to get it. Joshua says, "Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Put a date on it. The Lord would do amazing things. Camp before crossing. Look for presence. Shift positions. Follow Him. Consecrate yourself. Here it is. Get ready. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Because it's gonna happen when sooner mm-hmm. than you think." Mm-hmm. Get ready. Prepare yourself. So, Lord, I pray that you give me the now faith mm-hmm. for my next move. Help me, man, to camp because, you know, I'm active. I'm an energizer bunny. Help me, Lord, to slow down enough to camp to seek you. Hallelujah.
to look for your presence, to be willing and humble enough to shift positions. I'm not, I'm not so title hungry. I'm not so position hungry. I'm not, God, you might be calling me to be this today and this tomorrow. So give me the capacity and the willingness and the humility to shift and to be fluid. Mm -hmm. Shift positions. Give me the awareness to follow. Mm -hmm. Follow you. Acknowledge you. Mm -hmm. And you'll direct my path. I can't just, I can't trust and lean to my own understanding. Mm -hmm. Lastly, Lord, give me the anticipation mm -hmm. to get ready. Oh, get ready. If I get ready now, I won't get embarrassed then. <laughs> so let me consecrate. Let me get things in order. Let me let me do whatever. It reveal to me what it is about my now that's not ready for my next. Sure. So I have the faith to conquer it wow. in Jesus name. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we love you. Amen. Love you so much. Thank you for your word. Your word is truth. <laughs> your word is light. Your word is the source. Everything else is just a resource. As a matter of fact, the Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will last forever. It is living. It is breathing. Mm -hmm. It is necessary. Thank you for your word. You. We love you, Jesus. Anybody who's watching right now, if they need to experience your hope and your love, let them feel it now. Reach for them now, God. Through their camera, through their television, through their computer, reach for them. Grab their hearts. Mm -hmm. Transform them from the inside out like only you can, like you did for my life, God. Mm. It's not easy, but it's worth it. So our response is yes, in Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Hey, thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to commit your life to this Jesus that you've been hearing about, pray this simple prayer with me. God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that you got up so that I don't have to stay down. Come into my heart. Change me forever from the inside out. I'm saved. I am different. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, if you prayed this prayer for the first time or even if you rededicated your life today, I'm so proud of you and you're not alone. Go now to forwardcity.tv slash brand new. We'd love to hear from you. Remember that in Christ, your past is gone. Your future is waiting. So move forward. Love you.